Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Good day there, guys. Margie here, and welcome back to another episode of R slash Am I the Asshole? Now, if you love this kind of content, I want you to sit back, relax, chuck a prawn to the Barbie, and let's get right into it. Am I the asshole for doing things by myself at an amusement park? So last weekend, my, 32 female, husband Sam, 32 male, and a few of his friends and spouses arranged to go to an amusement park. I'm not a huge fan of loud, hot, crowded places. I find it overwhelming. Moreover, I could not go on the thrill rides as I recently had surgery and have very high blood pressure. Sam convinced me to go to connect with his friends. When we came, their itinerary was a tight schedule of all thrill rides. The first ride was a roller coaster. I was in line as a placeholder for a person. One friend, Jake, collected everyone's phones and put it in his bag. I tried to tell him that I couldn't go on the ride, but it seems I was unclear. I didn't want to make a fuss for this one ride, so I gave him my phone. When the person returned, I got out of line and waited at one of the two exits, as they would meet me there. After waiting for 40 minutes, I realized they must have gone to the other exit and left without me. I checked the other nearby rides, but I couldn't find them. I went to a first aid station, and I called my phone, and then my husband, but he didn't pick up. At first I tried to stay in the area, but it was high traffic, loud, and very hot. I still had my pass and cash with me. I found a quieter, shady area, bought lunch, met a very nice elderly couple who showed me a few spots, won a plushie and a blanket from a vending machine, and then had dinner. I had fun. There was an announcement that the park would close in half an hour. I decided that I would go to our parked car to wait for the group. 30 minutes later, one of Sam's friends, Nancy, found me next to the car and dragged me to the others. They were furious because they had been frantically looking for me for the last half an hour. OP has offered the following explanation for why they think they might be the asshole. I wandered around an amusement park on my own, and I didn't tell the group where I was, making them try to find me for 30 minutes at night. And now in the comments, they had only been looking for you for half an hour? After it was their fault, or at the very least your husband's because he knew that you couldn't go on any roller coasters, that you didn't have your phone, and then left the ride without you. Not the asshole. I'm glad you found a way to have fun. Whoa, 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 Miss Lippy. The part of the story that I don't like is that the little boy gave up looking for Happy after an hour. He didn't put up posters or anything. He just sat on the porch like a goon and waited. That little boy's gonna think, you got a pet, you got a responsibility. If your dog is lost, you don't look for an hour and then call it quits. You get your ass up and you find that effing dog. Quote from Billy Madison, if you guys didn't know. Not the asshole. Sounds like you were alone for most of the day, but they only went looking for you in the last 30 minutes? They seem to have no problems leaving you after the ride, and I'm surprised that Sam apparently had no problems with you being fully no contact in an amusement park for the entire day recently after a surgery. I would at least try to check in with my wife, even if she was just fine doing her own thing. And OP replies, we arrived there in the morning. There are long lines for the most anticipated thrill rides. 
I only had an abdominal hysterectomy, so while I can't lift heavy things or walk a lot, I'm mostly fine. Edit, the surgery was almost two weeks ago. You only had an entire organ taken out of your body and can't do, like, basic stuff like walking or lifting things. I honestly think that you're being way too easy on them and dismissive of your own health here. And that's on top of the very high blood pressure that you said you had, and that's likely to be made worse when you're in a stressful situation. Not the asshole, and I'd say everyone sucks here for all of them, but that would imply you as well, which isn't the case. Your husband decided to drag you along to bond with the others, despite it not being your thing. He just ignored your wants there. Then when it came to actually bonding with the others, they just left you? I mean, it wouldn't be too hard for them to exit, not see you, and then check the other exit, and that is 100% what they should have done, without taking your phone in the first damn place. Then they just left without worrying about you for half an hour before the park closed, and ignored the phone when they should have known that it could have been what you might use to get in contact with them, and not even like, put out an announcement to try to find you or anything? They were a bunch of selfish jerks, and then trying to turn it around on you. And Sam needs a serious wake-up call, honestly. If no one else cared, he needed to. Even without the had surgery and high blood pressure thing. And OP replies, They just genuinely forgot I was there. It was a large group that frequently hang out together, and I don't go on these sort of outings, so it makes sense. If they forgot you were there for several hours, how can they possibly be mad at you for doing your own thing? OP replies, I made them angry because they had to look for me at the end of the day. My question is, why are you still with the man who never loved you? And just for some context, that's going to be the story that I read next after this update. And OP replies to that, because I trapped myself. My lawyers and IA told me that. I was an idiot and set up everything after we were married, entangled us in absolutely everything, and if I divorce him now, not only will he get half of everything I've ever made, but he will get lifelong alimony to make up for his loss of lifestyle. My medical trust will be split in half because I was an idiot. Everything. I always thought that I would live to my 60s. I planned for an early retirement and high medical costs. I poured all the years of my life into that. I found out that I am in absolutely terrible health and will likely die in 15 years. I had to take time off work and it doesn't look like I can return because I simply cannot maintain a 70 to 80 hour work week anymore. I will be working to my death. If I divorce him now, the courts see that despite my chronic illnesses, I was able to maintain a high paying, incredibly intensive job. My lawyer said I should wait it out for at least six months, preferably a year to show the physical toll of working and my chronic illnesses in order to argue against lifelong alimony and an even split of at least some accounts. My therapist tells me to take one challenge at a time. She is absolutely wonderful. She told me that because of my abusive upbringing, I am unable to set boundaries for myself, which allows others to take advantage of me. Right now, my goal is to heal from surgery and at least try to rest for the next few months of leave that I have. I try to maintain my sanity for this year by just thinking that my relationship is healing and that my husband does care in part for me to make it livable. It's true that he has been trying in some ways. He cooked and cleaned and did the chores around the house. It makes me feel guilty, but then he does something like this and it makes me feel small and very stupid. 
because until the comments pointed out the truth, I never realized he didn't actually forget about me. He deliberately ignored me. And now onto the update. So there is not much of an update. Sam and I talked it out at home and in marriage counseling and came to a sort of an understanding. I feel I was less than charitable to him, likely because I felt hurt that he left me. This is how the day went. Jake gathered everyone's loose items, including phones, wallets, hats, etc. in his bag and put it in a locker. I made a mistake and put my phone in his bag since I didn't want to hold them up. A bit later, I crossed over to the exit line, walked down and waited at the exit. They were supposed to meet me there. My husband's group got split. Sam rode in the second half and heard from his friend that the first group didn't want to do another thrill ride. They slipped back to the entrance with the lockers instead of going to the exit. When I wasn't at the lockers, he thought that I left with the first group without waiting for him. He was hurt and decided to not contact me until I contacted him. He thought that if I loved him, I would contact him. Meanwhile, I was waiting at the exit. I realized that Sam had already left when I saw the same people exit twice, meaning they rode the coaster, waited in line again, and then rode again. This was approximately 40 minutes after the 25 minute wait time the line stated. I went to the first aid station and called him, I made a mistake, I forgot he doesn't respond and call back to unknown numbers because of scams. Sam's friends got back together and split throughout the day. He was upset when I wasn't with any group because he thought that I left them too and I hadn't tried to contact him. When the park announced the closing, he was worried. He and his friends called my phone. They dug through Jake's backpack and saw that my phone was there and it was dead. Sam found out no one had seen me since the first ride. He called back the unknown number and it was the first aid station who confirmed I was there. Our marriage counselor said that I was passive and lacked boundaries. I should have said no to the entire idea, and I agree with her. I'm working on me with my therapist. She said that Sam was so willing to believe I left him, and his desire to test if I still loved him was so strong that he left me in a dangerous situation. His therapist says he defines himself by the love I give him, which is unhealthy. Sam apologized the entire time. He feels guilty. He just mopes around the house. I gave him the plushie that I won, and it only made him happy for a few minutes. I think I made it worse. He constantly checks my hands to see if I'm still wearing my rings. And now in the comments, thanks, I hate it. This perfectly describes how I felt about it. Thanks for putting it into words. The Gaslight Express should be the title, but I've never seen someone gaslight themselves so thoroughly and effectively. It's trauma, man. I used to cry sometimes and be like, I'm just crying for attention. Alone. OP has a long road ahead. It sucks. This is the most stupidest self-blaming update I've ever read. Do you know what I would do if I were in her situation? I wouldn't bother divorcing him. I'd get my savings in one account, find a nice cottage somewhere quiet, and I would let him be penniless on his own until he would initiate divorce. And if he won't, well, not a big deal. OP could live her own life with no issues. She has enough on her mind. Yeah, there are definitely some situations where divorce isn't worth it. There is nothing to say that you have to stay together just because you're married. At this stage, it sounds like she's almost heading towards bucket list territory with her life expectancy. 
and one of the things on it should be to no longer be responsible for her husband. If you've got 15 years left, I would just leave him and leave the country. Don't look back, don't go back, live and enjoy the remaining years of your life. I had the same thought, who cares if they're divorced, move your money and ghost. Yup, start squirreling away as much as you can for a few years, go out for milk and never come back. Yeah, if she just leaves but doesn't divorce, then he would have to and no alimony, or he doesn't and no alimony because she's off elsewhere. Like, girl, if I knew that I had big medical issues coming, I'd move my ass to somewhere with universal healthcare. Making that much money would make her a skilled migrant. Easy peasy. Reddit taught me so many things. For example, signing a prenup with both parties' lawyers present. Postnup too. Yeah, I got absolutely wrecked in the divorce because I had no prenup. Not making that mistake again. As much as I trust my boyfriend, I trusted my ex too. And that did not go well 10 years later. I will pay the 10k for the prenup and any other legally protecting documents that I need to. What kind of husband does not make sure his wife is well after he took the ride with his friends after she had a surgery two weeks ago? Almost two weeks ago. A husband who couldn't care less if she makes it or not. January this year, I had a hysterectomy, and although not as hurtful or restrictive for my mobility like my C-section was 10 years ago, I was nowhere near to attend a tour to the next supermarket, let alone a trip to an amusement park. You know, I know a marriage is not always rainbow and sunshine, not for me, not for my husband. Sometimes I wish him to the moon, but stories like this make me very grateful for my hubby. Not in a thousand years would he demand I accompany him just so he doesn't feel abandoned while he's so eager to chase his thrills that he can't even be bothered to look over his shoulder to see if I can catch up. This is beyond sad. More like a husband who is hoping she doesn't make it so he can collect. Why settle for alimony when you can take the whole lot for yourself? As someone who lived with this same brand of abuse and neglect, this all makes me so mad. I'm sick to my stomach. And now to the next story, which is the original that OP put up. I just found out that my husband of 10 years has never loved me. My whole world is crashing right now. I never thought that this could happen to me. I am deeply in love with my husband, and I thought that he loved me too. My husband Sam and I met after college at a book club. We fell in love and married a year later right out of college. I honestly thought that my life was a dream come true. He was kind and silly, and he made me feel loved. I found out last week that my husband never loved me. I overheard Sam talking to his friend on FaceTime when he thought that I couldn't hear. His friend was congratulating Sam on bagging me because I'm loaded. That's not true. Though I make a decent living and my parents recently had some success in their business abroad, I don't make nearly enough to be considered wealthy, perhaps upper middle class at best. It's not like I can quit my job tomorrow and be set for life. I'm a financial analyst and make 300k working 70 hours a week. Sam is a customer service advisor for a bank and makes 50k working 35 hours a week. Edit, yes, I was in investment banking out of college. Sam has had this job for four months. He has a spotty work history due to not getting along with his bosses. Sam then said all of his planning paid off and he would live the easy life. His friend added that he couldn't imagine being married to me, waking up to my face. I have never been very attractive. 
I'm very skinny and have a thin face and a wide nose. But Sam made me feel like the most beautiful woman in the world. Sam just laughed and said, it's easy when you have the mindset. I pretended I didn't hear and went back upstairs and just lied in bed. I've been sleeping on the couch with the excuse of working late and not disturbing him. Every time, I've woken up in our bed with him cuddling me. I don't feel loved, I feel used. I don't know what to do. And now in the comments, you are wealthy by general standards, just not your own. I'm sorry this happened to you. Lawyer up and open up a new chapter of your life. You deserve better and I have no doubt you will find it. And OP replies, yes, I am very lucky to be earning what I do. Unfortunately, I only have 10 years, 15 if I'm lucky, to continue working due to my health issues. Slavic saying goes, we do not love people because they are beautiful, they are beautiful because we love them. Attractiveness is in the eye of the beholder and is a matter of having compatibility. Your spouse is a cold and callous person and has been using you because of who he is and not because you don't merit love and respect. It is not because you're unattractive, it's because he is not a good person. This is not because of you, but this is about him. While this is traumatizing, you need a good lawyer and divorce his ass. Seek therapy to undo the emotional harm. Unless you're okay to be in a marriage as a form of dishonest prostitution, I personally would not choose that, and you have the power of choice too. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. And now onto the update. Last night, I came home late and my husband was waiting for me. He had been blowing up my phone for the entire day, spamming me with accusing, but not untrue messages. The conversation did not go well. He accused me of avoiding him, which was true. I just couldn't look at him. I used work as an excuse. He said I was withholding affection from him. He also accused me of being unfaithful to him, which was never true. I have a new coworker who just started approximately two weeks ago, and Sam was convinced I was having an affair with them. I told him I didn't even know that coworker. How could I have an affair? I finally told him about what I overheard and how hurt I was. His response was to deny ever having that conversation and deny ever saying anything. He told me that I probably misheard something or hallucinated due to stress. I received several very helpful messages about a post that my husband might've made. Though some of the details don't match up. Most of it does, like our salaries, the time we've been married, the couch thing, and I asked him if he wrote the Reddit post. 
He told me that he doesn't do Reddit, but didn't outright deny making the post, and asked me what I was doing on my phone all day for the past few days, which was reading all of your messages on this throwaway. I told him that, and he looked incredibly upset. I told him that what he did really hurt me, and he still insisted that it never happened. I asked him if he ever loved me, and he said, don't be stupid, of course I do. You're the one cheating on me. I told him I never cheated on him, and it felt like the conversation was going in circles. I brought up the possibility of a post-nup, and he scoffed, and said that he didn't want a divorce. If I tried to divorce him, he had a right to a lot of alimony. That part is true. Our state has strong alimony rights for spouses with salary differences. He only had his job for a few months, and it's the highest paying one he has had. He said, who's going to take care of you when you're sick if you try to divorce me? I asked him if he had ever lied to me or hid things from me, and eventually he admitted that the way that we met wasn't an accident. He knew who I was and that I would be there and pretended to stumble into me as an excuse to make conversation. I demanded counseling as a first step and to my surprise, he agreed. At that point, I was getting a splitting headache, not a migraine, which I also get often. I went to bed and he gave me a glass of water and medicine and we just didn't bring it up. I took today off work because I feel burnt out. I don't feel like anything is resolved. Now I doubt myself and everything I heard. If I truly didn't hear that, then I blew up my marriage for nothing. If he did say that and he's capable of lying for 10 years, then why would I stay with him? At least we're getting marriage counseling and therapy for myself. And now in the comments, don't let the alimony scare you from a divorce, if that is what you want. It's a small price to pay for your mental health and dignity. It really is worth it, and if they were married for 10 years with no children, the duration of the alimony probably wouldn't exceed five years. I would look into an annulment under fraud if that's possible. There are time periods for that though. A decade old marriage wouldn't apply. It has nothing to do with how long the marriage lasted in a fraud annulment. It would start the clock at when the fraud was discovered. Some states have no statute on when you can file after finding out, but some do set how long you have. Married for 10 years doesn't mean Jack. She didn't know 10 years ago. She found out a few days ago. Quote, eventually he admitted that the way we met wasn't an accident. Looks like he's using the trickle truth tactic. You confronted him about some posts and he straight up accused you of cheating. That seemed like gaslighting. Then the convo just went in circles. He's trying to take the blame off of himself, saying that you were hallucinating? Come on, sounds like a bad 70s storyline. Sounds like textbook abuse and manipulation. I'm 43 and I've learned the hard way that I'm not crazy and no man gets to call me crazy but continue a relationship with this crazy woman ever again. OP says, I looked up trickle truth and it seems to be about cheating. I've never been unfaithful and until now, I had no cause to doubt his fidelity either. Am I understanding this correctly? Trickle truth is that they keep lying, but one thing they say is true. It's like how they catch a murderer. At first it's deny anything and everything, and then once questioned a bit, one truth sneaks in due to some guilt. I didn't kill the person, but okay, I was at the restaurant that night. Sorry I lied about that one detail because I was scared to tell the truth. So yes, it can be about cheating, but it also happens in many other circumstances.
And now, onto the final update. My husband doesn't love me, my boss is threatening to fire me, and I got a citation from a police officer for sleeping in my car. I've been waffling between writing this post and not, since I think my husband has been reading my posts. I've already deleted it twice, but he thinks that Reddit is a waste of time, and the outpouring of emotional support I get here outweighs him reading the thread. We've had a few short, but devastating conversations since then. Based on Reddit advice, I tried to get evidence that he was with me for my money. After my husband reluctantly admitted that he didn't meet me on accident, I pushed and found out the reason that he pursued me is that I'm stable, and I would do everything for him and never leave him. His birth mother left when he was young, leaving his family very poor until his grandfather died. I feel sorry for him and understand why he did this, but there is a small, selfish part of me that wonders why he chose me for this life. I thought I recorded him, but nothing shows up in my phone. It doesn't matter since we're in all-party consent state. Sometimes I wonder if I was blind. Sam is far more attractive than me, though my own preferences tend to lie in the unconventional, I should have realized that he is not attracted to me and that it was one-sided love. I am not beautiful compared to other women, and when I try to wear makeup or fashionable clothes, I can tell he is not impressed. I thought it was because he liked me better natural. My mother used to say a pig wearing makeup is uglier than a pig. I understand that now. That's partially the reason why I could not stand pretending everything was alright. My love language is touch. I constantly liked to hug him or hold his hand, or stroke his back or pet his hair. Knowing that he only tolerates my touch horrifies me. I don't want to be the source of someone's discomfort. I am also ashamed of being so vulnerable, knowing that he hates who I am and the way I look, knowing that he has seen me in my most vulnerable moments. I don't want to be a burden. After one night where I locked myself in the bathroom and slept in the bathtub, he hasn't been moving me from the couch. I think the reason he moved me is to pretend our life hadn't changed rather than any real concern for me. That's why he complained about me withholding affection. I went back to work and continued the routine I had done for a few weeks, working as much as possible until I had to go home. I cried a lot at work. I passed out at work one day, and when I woke up, my boss told me to go home. He was angry. I tried to drive home, but I still felt woozy, so I parked the car and fell asleep. I was awoken by a police officer who gave me a warning for sleeping in a car. Apparently that's a red flag for DUIs. I drove home and Sam was furious. He somehow had known that I was sent home early. He demanded to know who I was with and I told him the truth. Sam has been sweet to me since. He hasn't taken off work and he only really does about an hour of real work a day, which strangely makes me envious of my own husband. Sam has been making sure I rest, making all our meals, and doing the chores. My work has demanded that I take off at least two more weeks of sick leave since my episode at the office. However, they are also simultaneously making me do work and implied that my performance bonus will be impacted by my stunt. If I divorce my husband, the consequences will be beyond me losing the love of my life. My parents will cut me off from our family. They will not let me see my grandparents ever, who were in very delicate health. My grandparents raised me as a child when I was sent back to live with them in our home country. My family would not be surprised if Sam divorces me. 
My parents even told me at our wedding that he will leave me and that I should have married the man that they arranged, who wanted me for my citizenship. I will not have any support. And now in the comments, first off, I want to make sure that you know you are not the problem. It's not your fault your husband has been using you. It's not your fault your parents feel the way they do. Things aren't looking great right now, but it'll get better. If your parents cut you off over getting out of a miserable relationship, they shouldn't be in your life in the first place. Believe it or not, you'd probably be happier without them, although they may not actually go through with cutting you off. Most wouldn't. They use threats more as a device to manipulate you. I don't think they would truly do it. Your job will be okay. Just hang in there and work hard, and eventually they'll forget about it. They are being ridiculous already. They need to get over it. Things happen. Try to do what is best for you. It is way harder to help anyone when you aren't taking care of yourself, you know? You'll have to make some difficult decisions, but do what is best for you and everything else will fall into place. And that's where I'm gonna end this one for today, guys. I do hope you enjoyed. If you did, let me know what you thought of it down in the comments below, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.